Hey friends, are you craving connection on a deeper level with high caliber women? Well, I've got the perfect evening for you. If you live in the Twin Cities area of Minneapolis, St. Paul, or want to visit, I invite you to join me for an intimate evening of rich conversation, fabulous food, and new connections. Just send me an email at hello at barbarachurchill.com with the subject line, invite me to dinner, and I'll make sure to put you on the list to get all the information. This is happening early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode six of the Create What You Crave podcast, the one where you let go of perfection and embrace your humanness. Welcome to the Create What You Crave podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hey, my friends, how are you doing this week? I have been thinking about you, and I am so glad we're connecting today. I really have. You've been on my mind. I want to be honest with you. I've personally had a run-in with today's topic this week. So how timely that we're going to be talking about perfection. (laughs) I know my friends, I have a human brain. Yes, I do. And perfection is one of my derailers and that I held on to that sucker for, oh my gosh, so long before I decided to let it go. But that's not to say that it never shows up again, right? Because that's not how our brains work. It does show up like this week. And everything turned out okay. I didn't die. I didn't freak out. I know I have a human brain and I know how to manage it. But I've been talking about those thoughts that keep you on the hamster wheel of self-doubt for a while. Those thoughts that you believe to be true about yourself and your performance or other people's performance or other people. Like your brain is just reporting the news. I've been sharing my concept about those thoughts and how they show up in your life. I call them derailers. And if you haven't listened to episodes two, three, and four, I highly recommend you go back and download those two. There's such good information in them. So today we're going to cover perfectionism. And if you have this one as one of your derailers, I want to tell you to please play close attention, okay? Perfection means that you're unwilling to accept anything less than perfection. You may have even caught yourself using those same words, right? Nothing less than perfect will do. Did you ever hear that? I sure did. I mean, when you dive into the deep end of the perfection pool, you're drowning your self-confidence. While you're flailing around on the surface, often you know, you're going under, your head goes under, you're drowning out any ounce of confidence that you have. And if you stay in the pool too long, it's going to be really hard to get to the side and pull yourself out. Perfection is all about behavior. It's not an actual thing that you can hold in your hand, right? We, we can't like buy this on Amazon. <laughs> it shows up because of your thinking. You have thoughts about something and those thoughts are creating this feeling that drives you to behave in perfectionist ways. So maybe you see yourself in some of these behaviors, okay? You expect perfection in everything. You're an all or nothing person. You crave approval. Maybe feedback makes you defensive. I know that I have experienced that a ton. You're highly critical of other people. 
when I was in my mode of it's got to be done, it's got to be done right. Oh my gosh, whatever you brought to me, it had to be perfect. Or maybe you're highly critical of yourself. And of course we are because we have that critical voice in our head. Maybe you're a big procrastinator. Now, I will just tell you that perfection and procrastination go hand in hand. That was my cocktail of choice, if you will. And it doesn't make sense, but it will in a minute. Or maybe you're just full of guilt. Do any of these sound familiar to you? Now, I want to be clear on one thing. Perfection does exist, okay, in math, you know, engineering. I mean, we want engineers to be perfect when they're designing and building an airplane, right? <laughs> it's not like Christmas when you, you know, when you're putting stuff together, toys for the kids, and it's okay to have leftover parts, right? We want all the parts of an airplane to be used and be used correctly. But perfection is such an interesting concept, I think. I mean, when did this become something to strive for? Who decided living a mistake-free life was like the end-all be-all? If we never made any mistakes, we'd never learn anything. Think about that. Mistakes are where learning lives, right? If we do everything well, where's the fun in that? We'd miss out on so much juicy experiences in our life. There'd be no challenge. I mean, there's no need to figure anything out. There's no need for evaluations. There's really no need to even use your brain because it would just all become easy. I realize that you might believe that perfection is all about standards, that you have set your standards higher than most people, and that's a good thing. I'm going to offer you this. Is it really? I mean, you pride yourself on striving for perfection. You tell your team that's the goal, doing it right. Translation, my friend, perfect. You triple check their work. You come in early. You stay late. Make sure it all is done correctly. Putting more pressure on yourself doesn't make you more creative, and it doesn't make your team more productive. You're not a piece of coal where more pressure will give you a diamond. You're a human. You wear your desire for perfection like a badge of honor, but the truth is, my friend, it feels more like being shackled. Perfectionism is so sneaky and tells you exactly what you need to hear so you won't let it go. It keeps you stuck where you are, never able to get past that nagging feeling that whatever you do, it's just not going to be quite good enough. It's always going to need to be changed and tweaked and perfected. But here's the brutal truth. Perfection in humans doesn't exist. You're striving for something you'll never attain. And that will keep you playing small and feeling shame when you don't hit the bar you've set for yourself. Why? Because that's all about what other people think of you. That's right. Perfection is all about how you look to others for approval or how good you'll look for being right. And it has nothing to do with doing a great job. There's a risk of criticism and ridicule, right? If, and you don't want to be wrong. It keeps you from being seen. When you focus on getting validation from others, you give away all your power. Now, I was taught about perfection at a very early age. See if this sounds familiar to you. When I would color in my coloring books, I don't know, what, how old are you when you color? Maybe four, you know, before kindergarten? I'd be told you have to stay inside the lines because anything else was deemed messy. 
And that's not something that we're going to display on the refrigerator. Think about that. I bet you were told the same thing, right? It has to look nice. It has to be pretty or it isn't worth anything. Oh my stars. What kind of a message is that to send a kid? And any artist will tell you creation is messy. That's where all the juice is, right? And I remember at Christmas time wrapping presents and my dad would get so irritated with me because of my lack of prowess with scissors (laughs) to this day, truly. You know, it is an issue, but I have since learned that you can hide a lot of mistakes by folding the wrapping paper to make a straight line. So I no longer stress out when I'm wrapping, but this is what I used to hear. If you can't do it right, don't do it at all. And I soon understood that that second part wasn't really an option. Now, my parents and teachers, you know, the adults in my world, they did the best they could with the beliefs that were instilled in them by the adults in their world, right? But all this perfection squashed my ability to trust myself and use my creativity because I didn't want to do it wrong. I took that education and applied it to my schooling and later in, in my work and in building the businesses that I've built. It's a pretty high bar to live up to, right? Teaching our youth to be perfect is dangerous. I really do believe that. If we teach them to strive for perfection, we disempower them because perfection is a myth. It took me decades to unlearn the belief that perfection is attainable. We need to teach girls for sure that they don't have to be perfect. They don't have to be a perfect match for a job to go for it. They don't have to control their emotions perfectly to be heard. They don't have to get every answer perfect in class, and they don't have to change their bodies to meet society's perception of the perfect female body. I feel so strongly about that. Now, there's a TED Talk that I watched, and I think it touches on this topic very, very well. I will have the the, uh, link to it in the notes of the show, but in it, the speaker Reshma talks about how boys are taught to be brave and girls are taught to be perfect. And she's advocating for girls to be taught to be brave too. And I really do think it's, a, it's worth a listen. So look in the show notes for the link to it. There's only one thing that I would tweak and that I would offer differently. Instead of bravery, I would teach courage. Because courage is feeling fear and taking action. And fear is such a large part of our human experience and one that holds too many people back. Women gravitate to careers they know they're going to be great in, to be, you know, they're going to be perfect in. And no wonder we're taught to avoid risks and failure. We're taught to play it safe, which really is code for play it small. You know, get A's, smile nice, look pretty. That's what's truly valued for women. Boys are taught to climb high, jump off the cliff, take risks. And by the time they're adults, they're used to taking risks and They're rewarded for it, right? I'm working with a client right now who has a ton of resistance to failure, and it rears its ugly head practically every day in her new position. Her fear of being seen as a failure or actually failing is sometimes crippling, and it's certainly not doing anything for her self-confidence. Failure isn't a death sentence. It informs We get to evaluate what worked, what didn't, and then decide what we'll do differently moving forward. 
some of my biggest failures have brought the greatest experiences that I just wouldn't have had if I hadn't fallen on my face. So I'm curious to ask you, what would you have done differently if you would have been taught to be courageous? Would you have applied to that Ivy League college that you've been dreaming about to study physics? Maybe you would have gone to Juilliard instead. Would you have put your resume forward for a promotion that was two levels above your current position? Would you have ended that relationship you knew you'd outgrown? Perfection keeps you stuck, my friend. Courage moves you forward. Feeling the fear and doing it anyway, now that is where the power is. And you, my friend, are one powerful woman. You can shift your thinking. Strive for excellence instead. Even saying that word excellence feels so different than perfection, right? Because it's all about doing your best work and it's internally focused. You know how proud you feel when you know you've done an excellent job on something or you've led your team to a huge success? It feels so good, doesn't it? Especially if it was a challenging journey and you overcame a ton of obstacles. There's no better feeling than making a goal or finishing a project that you had to use the entire breadth of your expertise, creative thinking, right? And your team did the same if you lead one. You can feel that anytime you want because feelings are caused by the thoughts you think. And you create the feeling of pride by thinking thoughts that create the feeling of pride, right? You have to think thoughts. Oh, I'm so proud of myself or insert whatever it is that you want to put in, right? Just imagine no more hustle, no more pressure, no more guilt. Just imagine a shackle-free life. You can operate from an excellence mindset anytime you choose. You get to keep your power. I teach you how to do that consistently when you decide to hire me as your coach. So you always have the power to create the career and life you crave. All right, my friends, go forth, be courageous. And remember, I believe in you. Hey, if you love this episode and want to dive deeper into what's possible for you, I invite you to schedule a call with me where we can discuss what it takes to get out from under the weight of self-doubt and step into the real you unapologetically. It's simple. Just visit barbarachurchill.com to book your complimentary call now. Remember, subscribe and review this podcast because I really want to hear from you. I'll see you soon.